Good Marvel Adventures, and welcome to our podcast, the show that discusses all things fantasy, be it literature, games, or other forms of fantasy, because we're just deeply proud nerds and love fantasy just in general. Like, I'm wearing moons and stars, and I just, I all fantasied up. Anyway, we are your co-hosts, Katie and Mandy. This is a Critical Role sweatshirt, okay? Oh, I know, but you were like all lifting the moons and stars. I don't know. I don't know. I don't don't ask about the voice. Um, (laughs) Tonight, big surprise. I know we're discussing one of the intricacies of tabletop role-playing, such as Dungeons and Dragons or Pathfinder. Mm. So we're discussing one of the harder parts of playing an RPG as well, at least for me. Uh, Maybe it's not harder for other people, but this is an indulgent podcast and I'm being selfish. So I picked the topic Um, and that is separating your character from yourself. So to set the stage, for example, my current character, Feyre Osendoff, um, is much different than myself Mm -hmm. and any other characters I've created really. So I worked really hard in my mind anyway, maybe he's not coming across, to create a character that's really flawed. And sometimes I struggle to make choices for her because I know what the right answer is, or at least mm-hmm. I know what Mandy wants to do, but sometimes um, Feyre is stupid. Uh, <laughs> or she's really selfish, or she doesn't want to do these things, but she knows she has to, right? Right. So what do you think about this, Katie? Do you struggle with this too, or am I just like weird? Uh, I don't... I don't actually the, think uh, I is a little rude, actually. <laughs> no, no, you're not weird. I'll answer that just straight out. Um, I don't actually know if I've had a really struggling. Wait, no, I take that back. Um, I'm not. I haven't struggled too much with Aelvid, even when you know she punched someone in the face. But um, no, 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 no. Let's rewind. Um, she didn't punch someone in the face. <laughs> she punched a decrepit old man. <laughs> servant in the face for no reason anyway continue pause i think i hear a child okay it's still recording um hold on i'm gonna itch the eyeball i just don't look (laughs) really class a content right here all right you you haven't really struggled with aelvid outside of punching that old man in the face yes yes not too much um with olivera i did because like you have mentioned with your character feyra she is in some ways her personality is much different than yours. Um, Olivera, in some ways, was much different than mine. Or like, or the fact that maybe in game with Olivera, um, you know, I wanted to attack these people, or I wanted to progress in that way with all y'all and like fight and just, just like demolish everything because <laughs> it was so much easier that way. But with Oliveira, I had made choices where she was like, no, she's not going to fight. She's not going to do this. She's not going to kill people. And I know at different times it drove y'all nuts, but like it also drove me nuts. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So I want to <laughs> clarify. It never drove Mandy nuts. <laughs> yeah. It, it drove Maeve nuts. So I was like, very clearly they need to die. Right. Like, she was she was a pirate, right? She was, she was good, but she was a pirate. She, she has murdered people. So yeah. like. So I ask because, like, I feel like you're really good at this. Like, even when you played Olvera, like, Mm -hmm. I knew you were making choices because I played with you before and I know you so well. Like, you were playing contrary to your instinct. Right. A lot of times. But it never, to me anyway, maybe you were, like, internally screaming, but it never felt like you were having to do mental gymnastics to get to a choice. So 
how do you c- combat the urge to make maybe Aelvid's a bad example? So like when you were playing Olvera, uh-huh. what did you do to like combat the urge to make Caitlyn decisions instead of Olvera decisions? Um. I guess I have had it with Oliver or with Ilda too. Um, what have I done to combat the urge? Or like, what do you do to not do it? I right. That's no. A better phrase. No, they're they're both good. I'm just trying to think. I don't know if I do anything specific or necessarily. I I don't know. I think I just am like just do it. <laughs> um, that's lame. But uh, well, no. If that's the answer, I mean. It's not lame. It's that's just your answer. Maybe I. This is classic Mandy for anybody who knows me. But like, I make things more complicated than they need to be, a lot of times. So like for Feyre. Yeah, give me an example of what what's been like hard. Um, like, so a couple things with Feyre have been difficult for me. One, she's a lot. I know she comes across timid, and I played her that way in the beginning. Mm -hmm for her to be timid for we, we've discussed that but right um she's much more reserved than I am yes very much so so um that's hard for me because like there is an NPC that always flirts with Feyre and Mandy's inclination because it drives my husband crazy um is to flirt right back because it's funny right um but Feyre doesn't know like that she is a she hasn't she doesn't find herself unattractive she just because she was so isolated she doesn't realize that she is attractive right Right. so she doesn't lean into it whereas my other characters like myself I'm not saying I think I'm stunning but I don't think I'm unfortunate looking right so um Maeve and Ariadne they were aware that they were attractive and they Mm -hmm. used that right right where they could um because I love charisma based characters so why wouldn't you um so for me, what I've had to do is come up with story reasons or narrative okay. reasons that Vera isn't doing things. Okay. Right? Like, because I'm also learning, I also like getting in the fray a little bit, not as much as you do with combat. Like, I love doing a ton of damage. Mm-hmm. Like, that's super fun. But you can also do that with spells, which yes. is where a lot more creativity can come in, which is fun for me, but also hard. Um, right. So I guess that is hard. Like, so in social situations for Feyre specifically, right? Because she is so different from me. And I didn't realize when I was creating her, but I think I created her um, really just not, I wasn't in a dark place when I created her, but I think I was just, I just found out I was pregnant. Um, mm-hmm. it, was a, it was a surprise. And well, no, that's not when I created her. I think you guys had just moved. We had just gotten separated when I started creating. That's when you moved? Oh. Yeah. And I think I just, she came out of a point of depression, right? Where it's like, yeah. okay, Vera has somehow turned into, I'm realizing all the things I don't love about myself um, <laughs> can come up sometimes with Vera. And it, it's a fun way to like work through those things. Like, yeah, I have absolutely. moments where I can't where I can be more timid. Um it, they happen less and less uh as I get older and I just I'm not gonna say I get more confident, I just care less about what other people think. Um but so social situations like that can be challenging for mm-hmm. me because Mandy just wants to go out and ask, How how do we free Mother Day? Right? Like Mandy right. wants to do that where Feyre wouldn't be that direct. 
Right. Absolutely. So that makes sense. Um, I do think you're doing a really great job with it. I I've told Chris many times, like, wow, Farah is so, so vastly different from your other characters from like you. And I know you just said that, you know, that's, it's a common, a culmination of like different parts of yourself that maybe you don't love as much, but she is just so different. And I have seen the restraint that you have shown and not, like you said, not, not um, joining in on a conversation where normally you would, or not, um, gosh, so many different things. And that's like a testament to you of just like how great of a job that you are doing this, like portraying the character, acting, whatever you want to call it but just like really um, becoming that that character. And it makes it really fun when you do that because when the people that you're playing with are that into their characters, it's so much easier for you to be as well, especially like maybe if there's someone who's a little timid to do that. If everyone else is doing it, it's like, oh, okay, my people, <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> this is a safe space. No, I, that's, really, that's a good point too because it's also fun for me like I had a lot of fun especially you because you know me I think outside of Jason like the best Mm. out of the group and it was fun for me to see your face when you met my character because you were like what (laughs) Um, coming (laughs) from a really gregarious boisterous character that is Maeve um going into Feyre who she's the I'm gonna say she's the oldest of the group even though Technically, fifth is two months old. Okay, three months old. It's right true. Now. It's just a wee, a wee babe. Just do a little one, even though he's wholly undead. It's a whole thing. Um, but annoying. In my head, she's the oldest of the group biologically, but she's probably the youngest socially and developmentally. Uh-huh. Um, and that's been interesting to play. And I think one thing that I have found has helped me is making choices beforehand right um oh oh yeah when i created the character being like okay how is she going to act when she receives romantic attention because even if there wasn't an npc flirting with me my husband's gonna end up flirting with me in game we've talked about it he's adorable he can't resist not he can't resist doing it um so so i had it is really cute um i had to think about how would favor react to that beforehand right um and she I think she's changed. At least I hope her development is showing mm-hmm. as we grow and as we play. But that's also hard to start because um, I got into a really comfortable, you know, Feyre is timid and reserved box, and I don't have to make uncomfortable choices or bring up uncomfortable topics. <laughs> um, yes. But it's hard to be like, or I'm I'm struggling to know when to pull restraint. Mm-hmm. Pull, pull my restraint on my restraint back right, right. Um, being like okay this is a moment where favor would lean in a little bit more or she wants to lean in more yeah because it's hard for me because I don't want there to be like this weird 180 right right where suddenly she is bold and all of these because I don't think favor is a coward but she's no. not um she's not ailed it right like Aelvid yeah. says what she thinks and um Feyre loves that about Aelvid but Feyre doesn't 
yeah. favorite, you know, so it's so interesting. So I've had to come up for me. One thing I've done is like come up with narrative reasons why she does these things. And I don't like, I'm saying they're canon because Chris hasn't corrected me. So haha, they're canon. Um, <laughs> but like for me, um, Feyre explained to you last game, right? That the reason she hides behind things is because she could not figure out how to move in armor. Right. And her father tried to teach her and it, she just couldn't do it. Yes. So he was like, just hide. So coming up with different reasons for that have, has been challenging sometimes, right? Or like, it's all about character creation, I think, in the beginning, not mm-hmm. just rolling that die. Yes, absolutely. But, but also like thinking about, it's like writing a book or writing yeah. a story. What motivates that character? And Feyre, unfortunately, is motivated by failure and um, the risk of other people har- being harmed. It's um, it's been interesting to see because I don't pers- like I get motivated by failure in people thinking I'm going to fail mm-hmm. and being like, screw you guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to do it even better than you thought I was going to. Because <laughs> I'm petulant. Um, but it's just this is hard for me because mm-hmm. I also feel like Feyre is more internally flawed than other characters have been so it can be um, hard to lean into that honestly. yeah no I I would agree with that um I do also agree I mean I agree with everything you said but I I also do <laughs> I, I also do the you know if I'm, for instance, trying to show that there's been growth, like in Ailbit or any of my characters as well, like you said, like, when do you start making those choices? Like, how much do you do? I also have to plan ahead of time. And I say plan loosely, like, okay, I know we're going to be here this week. Like maybe when I'm talking, you know, if, if I'm, maybe I've been a little bit too, uh, I know there was a time, for instance, in this campaign where Ailbit was a little bit there was like a moment or a, a session where I was too much like Adrena. I was just a little bit, a little bit more immature. And I was like, Oh shoot, it's not what I meant to do at all. And yeah. so I actually talked to the DM and I talked about it with I my hate concern. When that's the answer. I, hate I know when that's it's, the answer. it's so frustrating, but and like, honestly, I didn't, I could have done it without talking to him, but I just wanted to like talk to him about it. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I, like you had mentioned, I'm going to like plan out like, all right, when I talk to people, this is how I'm going to talk make those decisions ahead of time just to make sure that I'm this way because there are times with Ailvid where um she is more brash than like I would be just naturally like I can be brash and bold um but there are some times where I'm like oh let's keep the peace (laughs) but so you're very tact like you are so good at being you are one of the like I really respect just you in general your quiet confidence um and Ailvid is confident, but I don't, I don't, it's not a graceful or quiet confidence like you have. Ailvid is just, she's right up to the line of rude. She's <laughs> not rude, but it's like, if this was rude, she's like, yeah. we're going to tango hey. with it. <laughs> right. She just like, it's a game of, I'm not touching you um, with yes. Ailvid. So, no, you, you do a very good job of that. Thank you. Always, I'm always impressed. Uh, <laughs> So I'm curious for you, like, because we were just talking about, like, you brought up the 
one session you were you you felt you were too much like Adrena. Mm-hmm. I didn't pick up on it. Okay. But that might just be, be I think at that point my character was still lying to y'all and I was oh, yeah. like there were six months of me just like constantly being in fear of y'all figuring it out. <laughs> Before you told us and we're like Yeah. Yeah. What the heck? Um, <laughs> um but how do you recover? like you specifically mm-hmm. or maybe just everybody in general from decisions that maybe weren't great and don't really mesh with what you're wanting for your character. Um, What I have done is after getting frustrated with myself and thinking like, oh, this is not what my character would have done at all. I'm so frustrated. Uh, Cause then I'm like, oh, that's what maybe Caitlin would have done. Or that's what my other character would have done. Um, I have to take it and just be like, okay, well, it already happened. So how am I going to make this work for me? Mm-hmm. So I'll think like, you know, like kind of like you have mentioned, like I will come up with a story or something to go with it. For instance, with uh, the specific experience that I just mentioned where she was a little bit more mature, which is an Aelvid. Um, previously, like a couple of sessions previously, um, and I guess in game it had been only like two weeks, a week to two weeks, maybe, um, that someone close to her died in a battle. Snow Stride. And what I decided is that, okay, she was acting immature, (laughs) if if you will, or just acting not, she was grieving um, because of that. And she wasn't being tactful tactical why do I always confuse the two she wasn't being tactful either that's not but no um and she was just being like smarmy and like rude and just like all these things and so that's why I decided it's like okay she's grieving she doesn't know how to process this because she never had anyone close die in a huge combat nor had she had like her entire village and city and clan like <laughs> Yeah, it's not like your character just went through any trauma or no, anything. Not at all. I don't know. I feel like um, she's being a bit dramatic. Like, a little bit. Oh, she also did get married like overnight. So like that was a whole yeah. thing. So there's lots lot has happened. Um and so that's what I did and I made it work for me. And it's interesting because like sometimes I feel like those moments where, you know, maybe at first you're like, Oh dang it, I messed up. But then you turn it around and you make it work for yourself like builds on your character and it like helps it grow even more than like maybe I would have had I not had that opportunity because it just makes everything like so much more in depth and like emotional and for me like that's how you become attached to your character that's how you become your character is because of those flaws and the the good things the, what what's the word I'm looking for <laughs> The flaws oh and the actual the... oh, there's another word. Yeah, what the is good it? Thing. The good things. The good things. <laughs> um, no, that's a really good point. Cause, like as you were talking, I was thinking about like there was a specific time right where DM basically told me like Thera failed a test here because oh, of the choices that. you made. Um, and I sat back and I was like, okay, that kind of sucks, but yeah. Also, what can I do with that? Yeah. Right. Like what. How can I, because it goes back to, like, Chris said this a couple years ago, and I can't, I don't know, Chris is smart sometimes, so I remember things. Um, But he said, like, 
there's not necessarily a wrong choice in D&D, right? There could be yeah. like a less optimal choice or there could be a choice that has negative consequences. Um, and for me, I was like, okay, so how can I twist that to make Feyre better or make her more interesting? And one thing for Feyre that I really loved was this idea of what happens when a hero is forced to be a hero, right? When they, yeah. they don't want to be, right? Like Feyre, your character asked her like a couple months ago, what makes you tick? And it was very, like, I tried to make it very poignant if you paid attention, like if somebody was listening, that Feyre doesn't want all of this adventure, yeah. Like, this isn't what she wanted. Um, she lied about who she was because she was running away from this huge, just albatross of a purpose, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and she she saw a chance to not be that person anymore and ran with it, right? And she was like, okay, I'm going to hang out with these people for a while, and then I'm going to disappear into the bygone wilds. I'm going to become a little swamp witch, and I'm just going to live my life by myself. Yeah. Um. So when she failed the test, and it's hard to explain what the test was without explaining all of the story, but basically somebody from her past found her and found her character wanting, right? Um, And so I thought, okay, so how can we twist, like put those things together and say, okay, so Bear is now kind of like the reluctant hero of, somebody has to do this and it feels like I'm the only person who can save my elven city or save these people. So I'm probably going to die doing it. She's not happy about it. Right. Um, But it's just, it's interesting because all of the other characters, and we've talked about this in other podcasts too, where the point of D and D is at least for me, because again, I have main character syndrome is you get to be the main character and be the hero. Right. And it's interesting for me and challenging, honestly, to play a hero who at the end of the day, she just wants to be a mom baking cookies. Yeah. You know, um, like she has baby names picked out. Um, and it's just, it's challenging for me because my other characters were so about the adventure. We're so ready to be heroes and Challenging doesn't mean like I don't like it. I, right. I want I want to be clear because I do really love this character, um, and there's a lot more to her than we've been able to dig at in game because really it hasn't, for lack of a better word, it hasn't been her time to shine. Right? right. Like we haven't hit her character arc, and I tried to be really respectful when we were in your character arc. Right? Like I wanted you to have these moments where like right. yeah, so it's just interesting because there's also this level of trying to give your character some development. Mm -hmm. Right. But also letting your other players, like letting the people you're playing with also have that room to grow because I'm struggling with being this really reserved yet powerful yet timid, but also she wants to be bold. Right. And she's trying to learn from Aelvid and, um, trying to be all these things and trying to be like who her father raised her to be yeah. while at the same time not being what her father raised her to be. It's also complicated and fun, but that's what makes characters feel real. Yeah. At least to me, you know, like my other characters were fun to play and they're, they're real in my head. But to me, Feyre feels the most real 
of a character because she, to me, feels more intrinsically flawed than the other characters that I've played. And I think that's why it's challenging. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Um, Just hard. So a little bit lighter of a question, but what pieces of yourself do you think you've put into your characters? doesn't have to be a flaw, but it, it can be one of the good things. Now I got to look up <laughs> what the opposite thing. of a flaw is. <laughs> I know. I can't think of the word. The, the entire like... internet is disappointed in us, but. Um, yeah, probably. But like, you know. Okay. Wait, did you find it? No. Hold on. Flaws and good things. That's all I can think of. Flaw and good things. <laughs> um, it's like the good place. This is the bad place. Um, if you haven't seen The Good Place, I highly recommend it. It's, it's really funny. It's so good. Anyway. Um, Did the Google not know? Character traits. The Google, <laughs> I asked for flaw, um, synonym, or antonym, and it just gave me, like, in, in like, um, I, I moved away from it because I'm dumb. <laughs> um, like, Ah, I backed out of it. Hold on. No. No. This like, is important. A blessing or like strength. A strength. strength. A strength. That's what it is. Oh, no. Yes. That's a gosh darn word. Okay. Well, like, okay, let's say that. Like, what I like, strength I like have the you good put things into better. Um, Strengths of myself that I have put into Ailvid, I would say, is um, loyalty. Uh honesty let's see um I have been and and I say this very I guess very specifically um I (laughs) there uh, the reason why I'm hesitating is because I feel like I'm like anticipating your reaction (laughs) well you're making it worse (laughs) I know I'm making it so much worse I do have moments where I am very um, bold and blunt, but like since being a mom, I feel like unless I'm like talking to my kids, then I'm like, <laughs> um, not not I'm not beating my okay. kids up. I need to make that clear. Sure I just <laughs> um, like I'm very bold and you know forward and all that stuff. But like with others, like since I think since being a stay-at-home mom, I've kind of like lost that a little bit because I'm just not around other adults like in professional settings often ever. Um, and so I've kind of like lost that. And so I have put that like back into Ilva, like, oh, you know, I really love this part of me. I just haven't been able to show it really. And I miss it. So people who know me will probably laugh like, oh, Caitlin's not bold or blunt at all. But, um, and I, what I also really love about the fact of putting that in there for Ilva is a lot of what she is also are things that's interesting um, are things that I want to be or that I have a little bit of or I used to have, but I want to get more of, which is interesting that with Feyre, she is like the opposite because there are things that you don't necessarily like. And for me, it's things that I do want. So that's that's interesting um, for our characters. But so, yeah, those are some of like her... I forgot strengths that she has <laughs> that I put in there. And I do like the fact that like, as we've been playing, I've gotten more bold and I love that. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm <laughs> so excited. Um, it's just, it's made me happier. Cause I know you had mentioned earlier that like 
you can work on like your if you have some flaws you can work on them in game through like role playing um or you know gosh you if you're dating or something and you don't know how to talk to someone, like it's a great way. Like, Oh my gosh, this would have helped me so much when I was dating to learn how to talk to boys because I never knew how. <laughs> anyway. Do you now? Uh, I'm wow. Kidding. Kidding, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, like it's own little podcast. Yeah. The, we're going to have a um, side series of teaching Katie how to talk to men. Um, teenage Caitlin. Teenage Caitlin. We'll go back in time. Uh, that's interesting. Like, what's funny for me is Feyre is definitely, like, pieces of myself I don't necessarily love. Like, I do have the tendency to isolate when I'm upset, or I go very, like, insular, right? Mm -hmm. Or I, um, and I tend to shut down, right? Where I don't necessarily talk, well, you know that. Um, I'm not great at talking when I'm super upset, and Feyre's seen some stuff and been through some stuff and she's processing a lot. Um, so for me, it's working through this moment of trying to get her out of unhealthy patterns, right? Yeah. Where she kept secrets for so long that like trusting people is hard for her. Um, she didn't necessarily, she never lied to the group out of maliciousness. It was never, I'm going to lie to you and lead you astray and let you die. It was more, I'm lying to you because, one, I'm scared if you know who I am, you're going to send me back. Right. Um, two, I'm lying because I don't want to be Feyre Osendar. Because Feyre Osendar is going to die. Yeah. And she doesn't get to have these chances. Um, so for me, Feyre, I think one of the strengths that I that I like about myself is I think I'm pretty good at knowing what to say and when to say it. Mm -hmm. And um, Feyre is very tactful, where she, unlike like my husband's character, who is kind of an idiot, um, in the most loving way possible. I love you, Jason. Um, where he, he just says stuff, right? Where my character, she thinks through things really like a lot yes. before she says things. And I think that's a strength, but it's also a weakness of hers, right? Where she goes, she thinks about things too long. Right. And she doesn't jump on it. So it's interesting for me to see, like, how do you develop that? How do you build on it? And I'm still I'm still learning. I'm not like a perfect player. Right. Um, I'm sure if Chris was here, he'd be like, going, mm -hmm. yep, that's absolutely right. Mandy is annoying and the worst. Um, no. But I'm also good at several things. Um, but it's just interesting because for me, at least in this campaign, it's definitely this campaign has been the most challenging for me for a couple of reasons. Like it's my first time playing a full caster yeah. uh, and not doing any melee. Yeah. Actually, that's not true. I did melee one time because I didn't know what else to do. And I crit and I killed someone. And I was very happy about it. Oh, that's it. right. Yeah. yeah. I was a sor level two sorcerer, people. And I meleeed with a dagger and killed this guy. I crit. And it was fantastic. Great. So happy. Um, <laughs> but it has been more challenging for me to kind of like, she's so different. And it's so mm -hmm. fun to play somebody different, right? Because I get to wear my yes. Feyre hat. And Feyre has a horrible British accent that I'm not very good at. Oh, um, you're great. It's fabulous. <laughs> um, and it, it's fun to be a totally different person. But for me, it's this constant 
grinding of when do I get to make her more bold? Cause in the end, mm-hmm. I do want her to be more bold and assertive and powerful and like step into that. And I think for me, Farah is this exercise of maybe Farah isn't who I, or pieces of me that I don't like. I think Farah is who I was like as a teenager yeah. where I really wasn't assertive. I wasn't bold until like I hit 19, like right before, you, you know, I had a lot of stuff happen when I turned 18. So I had a lot of stuff that I had to work through. And it's interesting for like, as I'm talking, I'm processing this out loud. So this is yeah. probably boring to some people, but um, getting her to where I am now. Cause I do think I'm assertive and I'm bold and I have to be in my work. Yeah. Right. Like no, absolutely what it is. Um, and I want Feyre to get there, but it has like, I can't just rip the bandaid and start playing her that way. Like it has to get her there. And so it's hard sometimes when I make this, I've actively made decisions before where I'm like, mm, I want to do this other thing, but Feyre wouldn't. Right. Yeah. Like, I, don't want to set this person on fire, but Feyre does. So we're going to do it, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. I can see all that. Just, it's interesting. So, you know, I don't know. Do you have anything else you wanted to talk about with this? Cause like, this is kind of, it's not like a super funny topic, but there's also character creation really is so much more psychological than you think about it. than when you like, you're not just picking a class and a race. Right. No. You are making a human or, you know, a, a person. Most yes. <laughs> don't just make a human. There's other races. There's also the elf, which is the best. It is. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I mean, gosh, I feel like we could do another podcast if, I mean, potentially even more um, about like the psychological, the psychological. What's that? What's that funny little meme or whatever? Um, I have no idea what you're talking about, but so like. Something, something, something psychologically, psychologically, psychologically. Uh, I'll find it. We'll find it. But it's you know really what? Funny. You're right. I think we could do it. Maybe we'll do that next time, or we'll talk about just like how to how to pull that in. But yes. I think that wraps things up. Yep. Thanks for joining us tonight. As always, we're so glad you're here. Thanks for listening. Share your tips below on how to be a better player and how to really channel your character. I can't wait to play again, and maybe I can try to do what Katie was talking about and see how that impacts my game. Well met, <laughs> friends, and we'll see you on the morrow. Bye.